Hey everybody, so it's been a while since a Real Talk with T episode, so this is me coming back from a ghost-like disappearance, and I am in a totally different place in my life right now, so this is like my reintroduction to my podcast, so Originally, my podcast was to discuss biblical topics to give practical advice on how to get closer in your relationship with God and to grow. And eventually, I was going to get into um, more topical things like dating, um, family, singleness, you know, just different things like that. Um However, I did get a little distracted for about two years, but God is good. I am now ready to jump back into creating podcasts. And I just want to say thank you to everybody who has listened to my podcast. You guys, I did not know that so many people was actually listening to what I had to say and how I just was um, allowing the Holy Spirit to kind of lead me in what I was speaking about. I had people from United Kingdom. I had a couple of people from Germany who listened to my podcast. I even had a young lady who reached out to me and found me, like basically chased me down um, and found me on Twitter and was asking like, when are you going to come out with another podcast? Because I've been trying to grow in my relationship with Christ and I really wanted to, um, I really enjoy your podcast. And so I was like, oh my gosh, like that, that to me should have been my, um, confirmation to go ahead, excuse me, and jump back into it. But I did not. <laughs> um, so I just kind of wanted to give an update on where I am in my life right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. A big reason why I did not continue my podcast is because honestly, for one, you guys, I really struggle with two things, procrastination and consistency. I am determined to get this under control because I do believe that they are major um, just major, major disciplines that I should have in my life. Um, not waiting to the last minute to do stuff, which is procrastination and getting a schedule, um, together is not really one of my strong suits and sticking to a regimen. It's not really one of mine. Um, but I'm going to claim that it is one of mine and allow the Holy Spirit to teach me how to become more disciplined. Um, the other reason why I kind of stopped is I, I kind of, I don't really remember in between time the things that was going on, but I do know that, um, as Christians, as believers, we have something what we call as we call backsliding and I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat in this podcast I really believe in transparency. I believe um, that no matter what you go through, God can get the glory from it. Even in my situation right now, I don't know how he's going to get the glory from it. But I am determined to allow him to get the glory from my life. I am currently in a totally different headspace than I was when I first created Real Talk with T. And, you know, you have these plans 
for your life and you think that your life is going to go according to your vision board or you think it's going to go according to even some of the things that God has already shown you, but you don't really know the journey that it's going to take to get to those things. Um, and I just feel like that's where I am in life right now. Um, I didn't expect to be in this place. If you had asked me two, three years ago, if I thought my life was going to look like this, I would have probably said, no way, got the wrong person. But God is all knowing and he is nothing catches him by surprise. And I just want to share that, um, share my new place that I am in my life right now with you guys. Like I said, I believe in transparency. I believe that um, that's one thing that the church does not have enough of is transparency and that we lack the ability to express ourselves in a real way. I feel like we're always saying the right cliches or I'm blessed and highly favored or the Lord is good all the time. But I can promise you, you don't always feel like the Lord is good all the time. And you don't always feel like you're blessed and highly favored. Even though those things sometimes are said by faith, you don't always feel like that. And I, I've dealt with that personally in my life. So I can speak for myself and say that I don't always feel like that. Um, so if I kind of feel get a little choked up on this podcast, it's definitely because this is going to be a very raw and real podcast and that's what I want it to be um so yeah um right now I am currently um from the first time that I started the podcast I was still living um with my sister um in the country um EO East Over South Carolina I'm just playing (laughs) so I was still living with my sister um and you know Walking in my purpose, I had finally felt like I had found my stride. It took me years to finally accept what my calling was. And I just felt like, you know, God was in control of my life, even though I still feel like I still had somewhat control or still had a controlling um, spirit behind the control that I kept saying that God had because I was not very open to him changing my story or him or not looking like I had pictured to look like. So we're talking about walking in my purpose, but also we're talking about, you know, how I thought my husband was going to be or how I thought, you know, my job, my career, what I thought that was going to be. And then on top of that, what I thought, you know, the whole fairy, fairy tale of you know, getting married, having children, all of those things. And I believe that at that time in my life, I think I was a little bit disconnected from people who were not in my environment. And I had become that way. Um, Even though I never, I really feel like I never was a person who judged people. I never would tell people, oh, you know, any time I gave advice was always because of something I personally went through. So I felt like, you know, I could share that with other people. And I really do have a desire to help people and to, um, if they needed to guide them by, of course, the help of the Holy Spirit. But anyhow, um... Back then, I really was in a bubble, I feel like. Um, 
everyone around me, basically, majority of the people around me were on the same path. And when you live in a small town, you get used to normality. Um, You get used to um, that environment. So back then, you know, I I was, I believe I definitely was where God wanted me to be. I was traveling and ministering. I was seeing God do miracles, signs, and wonders through the work that he put in me, um, just through a lot of different things. And I don't regret that at all. Um, I believe I was where I was supposed to be. Um, But I do believe that one thing that I'm going to talk about in this podcast is the fact that None of us, or excuse me, I'll say, when you feel like you have arrived somewhere, you start to get a certain pride about yourself, where you feel like you're untouchable. Um, And I wouldn't say that I was aware of the place that I was in. I don't think that I was aware of the mentality or the mindset that was creeping in that I felt like, okay, nothing can touch me. Okay, I'm past this. I'm past that. You know, there were a lot of things that God delivered me from. Sorry, guys, I need to turn this off. There were a lot of things that God delivered me from. And I was proud of those things. I was happy that I seen Um, had seen such a transformation in myself and I wanted to see that in other people but sometimes you can feel like you have gotten to a destination when this walk with Christ is a journey Um, and I felt like that's where I was in my life Um, a lot of people know that my dad ended up passing away last June so it's been a whole year and some change that he has you know he's not with us right now Um, which was a big shock to my family and you know everybody knows or a lot of people know or if you don't know if you're new to this I was adopted and you know with my adoptive parents of course I never felt any different from their biological children and my my father was um, a very a very interesting man he was very um just very just one way my dad was one way um which I loved about him he loved God he served at church and in ministry he loved my mom they had been together since they were in middle school um it was a beautiful and is still a beautiful story and so you know that that really caught us by surprise that was the first time in my life um, not the first time, but I think the first time in a long time that I had lost someone that was so, um, important to me and close to me. Um, I lost my great grandmother when I was younger and I know how that felt. And that's why I say it's been a long time since, um, that something really hit me that hard. And, you know, grief is so, so um it's just so crazy because one minute you're okay and then you'll have a flashback memory or you'll see something that reminds you of that person and you're back in that space again and I had never dealt with a grief like that before um and I really believe that going through that it really shook me a little bit you know my family believed God 
that my daddy was going to be healed. I mean, I believe with everything in me. I, I prayed, I fasted, I made sure that I laid hands on him. You know, even him, even he believed that he was going to be healed on this side. And we just, we we really labored in prayer for him. Our whole family did. And when we didn't see that, I was really shook. I remember a time where I I didn't know that if I was going to be able to get up and minister again. That's crazy. But I still remember how it felt the day I thought that my gift was taken from me um, because my daddy died. And I didn't understand if we believed why it happened. And I remember literally how it felt when I felt like I couldn't minister anymore. Um, That whole situation really shook me. And I know it shook my mom and I know it shook my sisters and our whole family. Um, It just... I don't know. Even now, I can't even describe like what it feels like. And and I'm if people know me, I'm not a person who's very emotional or a person who's very, you know, in their feelings when it comes to you know certain things. But you know, this was definitely different, totally different um, experience. And I just want to say that you know now I, I feel like I'm I. I don't totally understand, but I feel like I have given that over to God now. I'm really grateful for grace and mercy and the Lord being so patient and kind because I really, for a long time after that, um, and it felt like a long time, even though it was only a year, but just constantly bring that coming back to my mind, like why didn't it work and questioning God and being angry and and thinking that maybe somebody in the room didn't have faith and, you know, all kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, but I, I, I wanted to explain the situation with my father because I wanted you, um, to understand kind of where I feel like things took a turn for me and I'm not blaming it on that because at the end of the day, um, the Bible does say that whatever is in us, Uh, We cannot be tempted by anything um, except what's already in us. So I will point that out. But um, that experience definitely shook my faith. Um, It shook me. I still felt myself questioning whether or not I could pray with somebody um, who needed healing or somebody who was believing for anything because I just didn't know if it was going to happen or not. And, um, And now I realize that, you know, we it's my... It's my choice and my responsibility, my responsibility to believe God. And that's it. The results are up to him. But all I have to do is believe. If you ask me to do something as an act of faith, I do that. I obey. But I just need to believe him and have faith. And trust that even if it doesn't turn out the way I want it to or the way that you want it to, that God knows best, even when you don't know why something had to happen. And that was one of those situations for me and my family that we just didn't understand why. Um, But I'm so grateful for people who pray, um, those who've prayed for us, pray for my mom, because that's where it really hit home a lot for me. I just... I couldn't imagine being with somebody for majority of my life and then them being taken so soon from me. Um, and 
even now, you know, we're continuing to keep each other in prayer and things like that. But, you know, grief is something crazy. And I do believe that that's where the turn happened for me um, as as it pertains to me chasing after purpose and then me deciding and I'm going to say deciding to chase after the world again or to involve myself into worldly activity again. Um, that's when it happened. And to be honest, you know, I find it funny in my backslidden, when I was in my backslidden state, that people will hold you to a higher standard than they hold themselves just because you are a minister or just because you preach the word or just because you praise dance or because you, you love God. Um, I still don't understand how people think that just because you choose to walk in your purpose and stuff that you're perfect. I always and I constantly used to tell people that I'm nowhere near perfect. You know, people don't know the thoughts that come to your mind. People don't know the feelings and the things that you have to fight in your quiet time when nobody's there or the things that you cry about at night or when God asks you to do something that you are afraid to do or when he tells you to do something where you don't want to humble yourself. You know, all of those things still are um, are challenges for people who operate in ministry. And that's why for me, you know, now I'm realizing that it is so important for you to be delivered from people because people literally will keep you in bondage to them. And I believe that through this journey and through this circumstance that I'm in now, God is freeing me from people because (laughs) this is something that, was not planned, something that a lot of people probably were like, what? No way. You know, just shocked about which, I mean, people are um, able to say whatever they want or do whatever. But um, yeah, anyway, so let me stay on track. So I, um, that was my back. That was my backsliding um, beginning, and I did involve myself back into worldly activity, um, but I still believe God, and I still had my root. I just, I just don't know. I was just trying to, I felt so numb, and I guess I was just trying to feel something, and I know a lot of people can relate to that, um, and I'm not going to lie, I did, I kind of was upset with God. I kind of was angry a little bit at him. And I kind of was, <laughs> I didn't want to run to him, um, which is the crazy thing. But you know what's crazy about sin is that, you know, in the beginning, you're trying to run away from God. But you know that you need God. But because you feel so guilty and you feel so dirty, your natural way is to just like Adam and Eve is to cover yourself and hide and run the other way. Um, <laughs> which is so crazy because we do the same thing now, but it takes a lot of courage and humility and vulnerability to run towards God, um, when you're in sin. And see, the thing about it is, is that, um, the devil will tell you, God don't want you. He's not going to be able to do it or you're too far gone or, you know, all of these things. But I promise y'all, when I tell you that this whole experience has taught me so much, like even more about the grace of God. Um, God is definitely in love with his creation. Um, God loves his children. And if you're a person who feels like you are too far gone, you are not too far gone. 
God still loves you and wants you to come home to him. And I know that for a fact because I'm going through that process right now. Um, Do not allow the enemy to torment you and tell you that God does not love you, that he doesn't want you, that he can't use you, especially to the person who's operating their purpose, who's operating in ministry, who loves the Lord. But you made a mistake or you fell away. You too. Come back home. Take where you are right now as a part of your journey and give it to God and let him get the glory out of it. Because you are not alone when it comes to the fact that God can take anybody's story and use it for his glory. I'm still like I literally had a breakdown the other night after everything. And I finally decided to submit myself um, to return home to my father. And when I tell you, I feel myself coming back to who I am in Christ. And it's so beautiful because for a while I felt so dead and so numb to everything. I was still trying to push myself. I was still encouraging people while on the inside I was dying myself. And because it was already in me to encourage. That's my, that's one of my gifts. It was in me to do that. It wasn't. And I don't want people to think, oh, I'm a hypocrite because I did this and I was saying this. No, my heart truly, truly still wanted people to pursue God, still wanted people to love him, still wanted people to stay connected to him. Even though I was going through my own trials and my own tribulations when it came to it. And I'm grateful for grace and mercy, y'all. When I tell you I am grateful for grace and mercy, I'm so grateful and I'm so honored that God does not do you like people do you, that he literally will never leave me nor forsake me or you as his word. And no matter what people say to you and no matter what the devil says to you, at the end of the day, the only word that stands It's the truth, and that's God's word. And so, you know, um, it feels good to finally be getting back to my spiritual self, to the person that God created me to be, not the person in the flesh that was trying to rise back up, who was dead for like seven years plus, no, actually seven plus years, almost 10, 12 years, you're dead, and all of a sudden, and I bring you back. You get what I'm saying? The Lord ain't do that. I did that. And I had to take responsibility and repent for the things that I did and for being disobedient. And I'm so grateful that God is continuing to show me love, continuing to show me how he's working in my life even now. And I'm grateful for that. But if you are a person who has backslidden, whether you are unsaved, saved, whatever, God can restore. Don't think you are too far away. You are not too far away. He is right there waiting on you with open arms. He loves you. He still has a purpose for your life. Come back home because it's so worth it. Um, You know, in this world now, it's so much stuff going on. And Jesus is coming back. And I told myself, I'm not going to be left behind. I will. You think I'm about, first of all, you think that I'm about to go through all of this stuff for Christ's sake and then not make it in? No, <laughs> sorry, honey. It's the crown of life for me, sweetie. <laughs> that's what my. That's why I had to. Excuse me. That's why I had to get my 
my focus back on and I can't mm -mm, I just can't first of all hell too high second of all it's the it's the fact that you don't get a second chance for me that God literally after when that day comes judgment day comes there is no turning back there is no more forgiveness there is no more grace there is no more mercy I just can't and I and I and I pray that whoever's listening to this that you guys take it like I really want y'all to know that I'm a hot mess but God is the greatest cleaning service that you'll ever have and I'm still going through a process because you know when you open yourself back up to certain things don't think that overnight just you're just going to be jumping back in there no it's a step-by-step process God is continuing to cleanse me and continuing to wash me and I actually need to really really get back in to spending my quiet time daily that's one of my one of my um goals is to start spending it daily with my father because that matters y'all like I just want to let somebody know too because this is what I was doing just because you are tiptoeing around sin and entertaining sin but you don't feel like you're giving in to sin you're still in sin because the Lord knows where your heart is at and that's where we kind of get it confused and the more that you're entertaining sin the more that you are tiptoeing around sin the more that your heart becomes hardened to the things of God and the next thing you know you're indulging in sin so just be careful with what you entertain and what you allow to pull you in slowly but surely sin is a slow kill the enemy wants to draw you in little by little and then he makes his attack but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world so i just wanted to tell you guys that I feel so much better. I also have more to my test to this um <laughs> to this podcast, but I wanted to kind of get all of that out. And I do want to say that eventually this is going to come out. And so one of the things that while I was um experiencing what I was experiencing and um and I'm telling and I'm doing this because this is a testimony to me too, but I am going to be expecting my first child in April of next year. Surprise! Um, this whole journey so far has been a wild one. I have cried. I have repented. I have thanked God. I have worshipped him. I, I, I really have been going through a lot of different changes and transitions um, in my life. Of course, like I said in the beginning, this was not something that I saw my life journey going, you know, going as or going like, going like, that's not really a good word. (laughs) I didn't really see my life going the way that it is right now. But um, I have accepted that this is a part of my journey. I've also accepted that some people may have a lot to say about this whole situation, about my blessing or our blessing and I'm just gonna let people say what they want to say I still believe in the same thing that I believed in before I still believe in purity I still believe in honoring God with your body I still will be I still will teach that I still will preach that I still will teach my little sisters the same thing um And I thank God for grace and mercy. 
like I said, um, the repentance has been real, but I'm so grateful for the grace of God that has been on my life. Um, he's been redeeming a lot of stuff to me. He's been just blessing me. Our baby is healthy. Um, we do not know the gender yet. We'll find out next week. Um, but I am so excited. I am nervous, anxious, a little bit of afraid, a little afraid because, you know, of course, this is the first time that I am having a child, but I am grateful for the grace and mercy of God. I'm so grateful also for my supportive friends and family. I've had so much support, um, even from uh, my significant other's family and him, especially. I love you, baby. So, I'm excited, guys. It's definitely a new journey. It's not the way that I planned, like I said, but I have learned to accept that this is a part of my journey and I'm not hiding away from my mistakes. I'm not, you know, because I do believe, even though that was what my breakdown the other night was in prayer, was like, God, how are you going to get the glory? How are you going to get the glory from this experience? How are you going to get the glory from this circumstance? And to be honest with y'all, I'm still kind of dealing with that. You know, I dealt with the condemnation part. Like, I couldn't believe that it happened and, you know, all of those things. But at the same time, I'm grateful that each day God wakes me up and he gives me another chance to walk in my purpose. Even though this whole, you know, this this is my journey. And I'm grateful for it. I really am grateful for it. And I know that I can help other people. I'm still believing God to um, to raise a God-fearing child with a man who also loves God and who loves me. And I love him too. And so I feel like God is going to get the glory from me. So... You guys are literally a part of my journey. Like, I've shared a lot of stuff, you know, via social media. I've had people come in my inbox and I prayed for them. I've had people who I stood in faith with. I've had people who I've touched and were healed. You know, you know all of these things that God has done in my life. And I know that this is not going to stop him from doing it because our baby is a blessing. Um, no, he or she didn't get here the way that I planned or the way that, you know, the word says, I'm not going to deny that, but I'm so grateful that God is a God of second chances, third chances, fourth chances, fifth chances, and I know that he's going to get the glory from this situation, and I'm just allowing him to get it whatever way that he wants to get it. So, that is going to conclude <laughs> my new... um <laughs> Got a new episode, y'all. It didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. I thought I was going to be talking about something totally different. But I just believe in being transparent. I believe in being real. And there are a lot of people who listen to my podcast. And I just want you to know that God can get glory from your story. If you don't hear anything else I said, please know that God can get glory from your story. It doesn't matter how ugly it looks. It doesn't matter how bad, how messy it looks. When you decide to allow him to get the glory from your story, however he wants to get it, I promise y'all, it's so much better, you know, and I'm grateful. That's all I'm going to say. This was not supposed to be 30 minutes, 31 minutes, but 
I'm grateful, guys. And there will be more podcasts to come which act, with actual topical um, topical um, subjects. And excuse me for burping, y'all. I am... One thing that, about pregnancy that I've learned that your body is definitely not your own. So, I'm literally burping because a lot of indigestion going on in my life right now but i'm so grateful i'm grateful to god for a um healthy baby a great supportive man a great supportive family and also um i've prayed over my womb for a long time um y'all so i'm just grateful that god is honoring my prayers even back then um and i know that he's gonna continue to and he will continue to honor yours as well so I am going to pray out and I thank you guys for listening to this 30 something minute podcast. If you have any questions or you want to respond to anything, feel free to follow me on Instagram at I am his 1107 or I am on Facebook at T T E E Pringle P R I N G L E. Um, and share this podcast too with somebody and for everybody listen before i pray i'm just gonna say this if you are gonna come into my inbox with some negativity or you're gonna be spreading this across the world because i was a minister not even excuse me not even an ordained minister or because i ministered the word and you're trying to be messy just go ahead and cut it cut it right now okay I pray still that the Lord blesses your soul. But if don't come in my inbox with no messy stuff. Because the block button does work. In Jesus name. So. <laughs> no, no. But I'm for real y'all. I'm for real. And thank you to everybody already who has already known about this blessing in my life. And who has encouraged me. Who has supported me. And who is pr- who are praying for me. Because I really feel you guys prayer. So I thank you so much. And for all of the religious people who said rude comments to me. Even in my face whenever they found out. And gave me like nasty looks. God bless your soul. In Jesus name. Um, so I'm going to pray us out um, real quick. And I just thank you guys for listening to this podcast. If you got all the way this far. You are really a trooper. So I thank you for that. Um, So I'm going to pray now and then I'm going to go ahead and get myself together and get ready to go to bed for tonight. So here we go. Lord God, I just thank you and I praise you for freedom. I thank you, God, for love, your grace, your mercy, your kindness, your patience. Father, I just thank you so, so much for allowing me to just share my heart with your people. I thank you, God, that you are restoring my peace. You are restoring my faith. You are restoring my purpose. You're restoring so much in this season. And I just thank you, not only for the restoration that you're doing with me, but also the restoration that you're doing with those who are listening. Father, I pray that this word this encouragement, this transparency will really bless your people. I pray that it will open their eyes to certain things and that 
you would just let them know through this that you love them, that you care for them, and that you will never stop chasing after them. That each and every day that you wake them up, God, is another day for them to get closer to you. So I bind up the enemy right now in the name of Jesus who is who feels like he is holding on to your people, to your purpose that you have for them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I just rebuke every thought that he is trying to send in their minds right now to make them believe that they don't belong to you, to make them believe that they are not important, to make them believe that make them to believe that they're too far gone in Jesus name Lord there is nowhere that they could go that you are not there Father God so I pray that you will restore to them the joy of their salvation that you will restore to them Lord God the joy that comes from following you the joy that comes from surrendering to you the joy that comes from putting their lives in your hands God right now Father, we are living in some really, really difficult and challenging challenging times, Lord God, but you are still God and you still sit on the throne, Father. And I just thank you so much. I thank you for your love, God. I thank you for loving us when we couldn't even love ourselves, God, for loving us when we made mistakes, when we did things that we knew were against your word, God. But I thank you for your word that tells us literally that you will never leave us nor forsake us that you love us, Lord God, with an unconditional love. And I thank you, Father, that on tonight that you will be with those who feel lonely, who feel lost, Lord God. I pray that they will feel your love, that your love, Lord God, will cover them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. And I thank you, Father, that you will restore purpose to your people. They don't know their purpose, God, that you will reveal it to them so that they may be bold to step out and take their leap of faith and do what you called them to do. Lord, I thank you for your redeeming power. I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us clean and makes us white as snow. There's nothing that we can do that could make you stop loving us, God. And I thank you for that. And I thank you for each and every voice and each and every ear that's going to hear this right now, Lord God. I thank you for allowing me to even speak and to and for just allowing me to be myself and, and say, you know, what I feel like you wanted me to say. But I thank you, God. I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for grace and mercy. I thank you for a beautiful story that you're writing not only for me but for every person who is listening to this podcast and I thank you God I definitely thank you and I worship you and I pray that in the days to come that you will continue to keep us that you will continue to hold us close to you and I thank you and I praise you in Jesus name I pray amen Okay, guys, this went over about to 40 minutes, but I just thank you guys for listening to everything. Um, like I said, if you need any need anything, definitely reach out to me on my social media platforms, and I thank you guys so much for listening. Um, more podcasts to come, I promise, and it won't be me rambling on about this, but you know. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Good night.